0: that's great so (laughs) someone right now sorry just literally right this second they responded to that person who called us a clown for starting a podcast and they said hey well now the algorithm knows you love their podcast well done
1: (laughs) it's also true thank you for interacting with us you're gonna see us a lot more yep
0: Oh, man. I was just like, you... that's not a real number. No, it's not. All right. You know what? Before I ask this question, hi, everyone. Welcome to the Neon Valley podcast. Well, hello. Yeah, How are y'all a, doing? It's a beautiful Monday when you're listening to this. I hope you're having a fantastic morning, evening, uh, or if I don't see you. Other it, time of day. Good evening and good night. Uh, I fucked that up a little bit, but.
1: <laughs> yeah. You, man, you were so close.
0: Every time I move my microphone, I forget I cause like a mini earthquake because my cam, <laughs> my camera's on my, uh, my tabletop very precariously. Uh, so I, I gotta, I've got, to i have got i got a little question for you, right? Cause I do have some, to- I do have some topics for today. I'm not okay, coming in good. blind. We've had a few episodes. Listen, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. There may have been a couple episodes in a row where I just kind of came into this blind, uh, I wanted, I was testing it. I'm calling it our chaos era, right? Or our, uh, what should we call it? Oh, did someone say chaos? Chaos control. (laughs) I told Joseph to cut something out in the last episode he posted and he just put no on the screen. So we're going to have to talk about that. (laughs) Actually,
1: I think I saw that. I was watching that. That was hilarious.
0: I had a few episodes there where I kind of just was going with the flow. I thought maybe our conversations would get, and you know what? We did, we did we actually made entire episodes out of absolutely nothing other than just some questions in our discord which we do not have today uh people are terrified apparently they're super scared of asking questions some kind of disease going around
1: i realize i'm holding a shuriken i was just saying they're scared for some reason i'm like spinning it menacingly
0: uh that's a fidget spinner Let's just be honest. I don't think they're scared of a fidget spinner. Let's just listen. It made it into the wall
1: of our last apartment. Oh my god! I forgot you've had
0: it that long. Anyway, I wanted to propose a question to you because of our recent uh, TikTok fame. We're we're, we're huge. Okay, I was going to ask if you agree with pedophilia, but that's kind of a.
1: Oh, see, you led me on. You said you were proposing. I didn't say
0: I I, propose, I was proposing if whether you just or not you said agree. you literally just. Said, I'm proposing to a child, I so I handle. wanted to see if you're okay. <laughs> Joseph, don't let anybody take that
1: out of context ever.
0: What context could it possibly be in? That's good. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. We we had a TikTok video that got uh now it's almost 600,000 views. And funny enough, it is not a controversial one. We we usually get no, no it is not. We usually get but some kind of people
1: created controversy in the comments. What well, comment controversy?
0: Oh, oh. Should ooh. that should that be the name of our little uh comment? Uh no, cuz it's about yes. questions. It's not about comments. The art. What, what did we call it the last episode? The Question Corridor? <laughs> the Corner? Question Corner? But then you changed it. No, not, yeah, not the episode that just went out. The episode we recorded last week. I, I believe we called it the Question Corridor, which I like a little bit more than the Question Corner because it's more of a mouthful.
1: I would say you like the syllables.
0: I do. Corridor is a great word, though. Like, let's be honest.
1: Corridor, horror horrorcore.
0: You know, uh...
1: score and many more.
0: I believe it was William Shakespeare who said cellar door is the most beautiful phrase in all of the English language. So corridor is very close.
1: I believe you're just trying to plug a secret music project that will not be disclosed.
0: Actually, I'm I'm literally quoting Donnie Darko, which uh, is a reference to that music project that I did. So uh, that's funny, but no. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. The, the the point I'm trying to make here is we got, we got Joseph good luck with this one man have fun uh alright the question I want to put forth is how do you feel about responding to comments right cause I, I kind of can't help myself positive and negative like I I, hmm. I try not to be controversial when it comes to negative comments like I'll always respond and be like hey sorry you didn't like it it's never usually like hey fuck you asshole like oh yeah what's your take on uh replying to comments.
1: No. Uh, In all honesty...
0: It's a banger episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah. In all honesty, I think replying to all the positive comments, people, even people who have like, oh, well, I understand what you're saying, but I think the reason why they did the lighting in this and and telling them, yeah, you're wrong. No. Uh, Like, I think that's good. I think when it comes to those people that are they're only going to have something negative to say it's probably just not even worth the time because I a
0: hundred percent agree
1: because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for an argument. They want someone to feed off of. So as soon as they see something they don't agree with, it becomes, let me attack this and draw out as much as I can from that person.
0: Yeah. It, it it becomes like a game for them, right? Like they don't even care about the person on the other side, you know, they'll completely forget about it at the end of the day. That that's my favorite is when they make like personal comments, about like not even necessarily personal, but those comments of like uh like well no one will ever remember you guys at the end of the day and it's like yeah okay. it's like, <laughs> like no <laughs> one will remember this comment you're making like what are you talking about like i I don't remember you're what not I it in much an less. anime like, a... like stop yeah, we've done like, almost fifty episodes of this show uh if you include both of the media podcast and this main show and um yeah it, dude I don't I don't think we've said anything like substantial. <laughs> There's like eighty no. hours of us talking, and it's, we've it's barely said anything. No, no, it's no. I'll be. I'll be honest. It's just a good time. It's a, it's a fun way for us to catch up as friends, talk about fun things, interact with people who are interested in what we have to say. And if you're not interested, you just don't listen. That my.
1: That's the craziest part. Is like no, I have to intervene. It's like on what? behalf of the community. Like what? Did like, you get
0: elected pope? Yeah, I. Because it's funny, I had to cut out part of your rant, and it sucks. Maybe I'll reuse it later on someone else. That would be hilarious. I should just keep reusing the same clip. That's Different variations
1: of it. Just cut it. And...
0: Oh my god! Because you went, you went kind of on this tangent where you were talking about like how defending things that you're not a part of, you know? Because we were talking about the Joe Rogan thing when you. Oh talked yeah, about, and it's like you're not even part of Joe Rogan's team. Or like you don't get you're not on his payroll, so why the fuck are you so concerned with like our opinion of him? <laughs> but in this scenario, I was like, that doesn't really make sense. This guy's just calling us a clown for making a podcast. Yeah, so I that's true That, that
1: that's, he'd be like, what are you even fucking talking about? Wow,
0: well, which would have been way better. Damn it, I should have just leaned into that. I was trying to make too much sense, but it's way funnier. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I did <laughs> the only one that I find funny. Um, not that I find funny, uh, I, I, there was one comment that, there was one comment that came in that said, like, uh, we're just trying to keep control of the quality of content or something like that. Like, to, what? like, cause they, they were responding to the person who was calling us clowns. And I was like, y- you know, we were joking, calling them insecure and they were like, oh, it's not insecure to, control the quality of content or something like that and it's like what do you think what did you (laughs) did you pay to watch this video because if you did I need to know who you paid because we they owe us money like yeah absolutely this is free information and it doesn't this costs us time and money to do
1: yeah yeah oh yeah
0: and we enjoy it and it's just a good time Um, yeah Responding to the comments can be pretty tough because, like, I—that's why I try to keep the balance of positive and negative. Yeah, Beca- because if you only respond to the negative comments, you do kind of just build this constant back and forth between, like, an—and
1: that's the other thing, right? It's a never-ending battle. You'll never, <laughs> you'll never have that last say. There will always be someone else that's going to come in and say, "Well, I gave you—I'm going to give you a whole new reason to be really mad today."
0: Yeah, yeah, it really. I, because I almost wanted to come in as a third party for some of the people who were like fighting in our comment section and just be like, i say hey. we just
1: let them dupe it out.
0: Oh, 100%. As far as engagement goes, <laughs> just let them fight. You know what my favorite Record thing it. to do is, is also uh, delete some people's comments, the people who are really passionate. I know oh, that yeah. sounds, I, I know it's for some actually people, really funny. I, because I know for some people it sounds like, oh, that's lame. Like what, you're just deleting their comments? Yeah. Cause who cares? Like, what is it? It's,
1: it, it just, it's a comment section
0: on a enra- social media yeah. app, and it's our video, but it also enrages yeah. them so much that they have to come back and be like, "They deleted my fucking comment," and and then I delete be that one. Feed that algorithm, one.
1: baby. Feed that <laughs> algorithm. It's it's better not even to block them. Just keep deleting it so they yeah. have to keep.
0: Yeah, it it that'll drive them insane even more. It's it's hilarious. Uh, yeah, um, that's a great tactic to pull. Just delete comments, because I think some people assume like, oh, that's. It, don't do that if somebody is making a genuine critique critique of your thing, you know. Okay, because, just own it. Yeah, because certain companies, like I, I think the backlash of that type of thinking might be some of the companies who do like, like let's say like a tone deaf commercial or something along those lines where they don't quite get it, and then people critique them and then they silence the comments or delete them. Oh. That's, That's different. That's not what I'm saying to do at all. I'm saying fuck with trolls. (laughs) That's that's really all it is at the end of the day. (laughs) Um, Un-troll. Yeah. So, okay, I wanted to ask, did you have any did you have any topics before I get into?
1: You know, I was going to let you you go ahead on the topics. You you seemed really confident. I haven't seen that kind of energy from you all season. And I really want to see what you can do. Get in there, kid. (laughs)
0: You you are just so happy, aren't you? You were probably sweating coming into this like, fuck, man. I hope we have something to talk about because I got nothing. <laughs> Here's
1: why. I spent the entire day thinking about the movie I'm going to recommend for you to watch. Okay. And I forgot about the first part of the podcast.
0: I won't lie. I did do a similar thing. I thought a lot about the movie conversation today. And then I have a whole... Sp- Note section called episode 36 or whatever episode this is. There you go.
1: You did it. You did the thing you said you weren't going to do. You read the number. I questioned it. It's probably wrong.
0: I don't think it is, but uh, yeah, it might be wrong. But no, I have my notes here and literally 90% of it is just the movie notes. And then I realized, oh, fuck, there's a whole other podcast. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. I wanted to ask if you remember any of your favorite childhood games and or toys that you enjoyed playing yes. with. I, yes. I stumbled across a TikTok or a YouTube short, one of those, that was just nostalgia bait for 90s toys. Mm-hmm. And man, I got sucked in. I, I Some of them took me back. Like, do you remember the little green jelly aliens Then some of them had, like, sneakers. Some of them had, like, hoodies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do
1: think I remember. Yep.
0: Great. Served no function. So fun.
1: (laughs) The guy you would throw at the window, and then he would flip down, and would flip down, and would flip down, and would flip down. See, that reminds
0: me, like, the slappy hands. The best.
1: Slap hands. Yep.
0: Fucking jelly slap hands. Finger traps are a classic. Did
1: you ever get, like, holy, like, because when I was a younger kid, there was times I'm like, I could get my finger permanently stuck in this finger trap. And I don't know if I want to take that risk.
0: I think I saw a movie that revealed the secret before
1: I ever interacted. Oh, so you knew how to get out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I can't remember what movie it was now, but it's a very, like, it's an 80s movie. And, like, this, this girl shows him, like, yeah, you just push it together and then... And ever since, I didn't interact with one before I saw that, so I was lucky in that sense. Yeah, yeah I
1: know. There was a few times I was staring it down and I'm like, not today, say. So I'm not putting my <laughs> fingers in that.
0: So what was your console of choice? If we're talking about, like, video Growing
1: games. Growing up. Choice. Uh, like, so you w- had a choice. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, I was I was earning money at, at the Wii age of, like, four. Oh, so the Wii. No, uh, The yeah fucking wish the one that I remember the most fondly is the Super Nintendo and the reason why is I would be at school my dad would pick me up from school sometimes one of his brothers my uncles would be over and we would just all play Super Mario uh, Super Mario World together and that was just like such a core memory Mm. Um, and Then I would say we got a PS2 and I remember the first game I ever like finished where like I had played Super Mario with my dad, but I don't think I ever just sat down and entirely played it and beat it myself. The first game I remember where I was like, I'm going to beat this game like entirely was Sly Cooper.
0: Mm. Good choice.
1: Such a good game. Great. But I think if we're talking about what did I game the most consistent on, For those early ages gotta go with the uh the game boys (laughs) yeah oh really there's the pokemon Uh, games dude i like i had a cartridge like injected into my veins
0: see that's crazy yeah because i have to agree i only had one game boy console and it was the game boy no that's not true i had the game boy color for a couple years but then i think it either broke or i lost it when i was real young And then when I was a little bit older, I had the Game Boy Advance. And I think I even still might have it now.
1: I have my Game Boy Color still.
0: Uh, Oh, really? Damn.
1: And guess what color it is? Green? It's purple.
0: Ooh, look at you. Is it the clear? Which is
1: crazy. Is it the clear purple? No, no, it's not the clear. damn. I just saw the 90s clear aesthetic today and I'm like, why do I want everything clear again?
0: Yeah, it looks so trashy, but also so sick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, yeah i don't know how something can look so like techno technologically cool but also like the dorkiest thing at the same time but i'm like fucking so inferior
0: yeah I, I, think I made my point yeah i yeah i had an n64 growing up as my like main console because Solid. i believe my brothers had a super nintendo but my parents were the type of people, like thinking about it now, it's actually kind of crazy. I, I didn't, we, they were the kind of people to cycle things out, which makes sense. I mean, they, they didn't want clutter, you know, like. Right, yeah. But whenever we got like a new gaming console, that meant that the last gaming console meant nothing. And we can just sell it at like a garage sale or. So we sold the Super Nintendo and its games to like a person down the street once we got the N64. Because we're like, this is the future, baby. Games aren't yep. gonna be. This is 3D, which, to be fair, it, it was. <laughs>
1: it was at the time. It was the future. That's oh, was it crazy.
0: just it was forever. Like that, you know. I mean, 2D games are still huge and still popular, but 3D's the staple, you know. So yeah, my it's just funny. And when I moved from Philly to Vegas when I was about ten, we sold the N64 and the PlayStation One, and that hurt me to the core. That that hurt my soul a little bit. I. Yeah. I think I was like 10 years old so I remember th- having the thought of like I'm getting older. So you can sell them. You know, like I'm I'm into sports now and music. I don't need Bro, video games. I still games. have my PS2. Man, I wish. I have some of my original games. I still have uh the PS2 I still have. That I still have.
1: Oh, good. Okay.
0: Because I made sure to hold on to that personally. You figured
1: it out the second time around.
0: Yeah, because when we moved to Philly, I was like, no, this is mine. My mind. Hold on to that. and uh, Or Vegas. I'm sorry, when I said Philly. Uh, yeah, when we moved to Vegas, it's like, that's mine. And uh, yeah, PlayStation 2 was the main console I went to next. And it's crazy to think, like, when I hear you know like our parents or them talk about when they were younger and they played the super nintendo or the nintendo the original one i always associate it to how we remember it which is playing it as like six-year-olds i mean i had a lot of toys too like i even think like board games were really experimental and cool during that time period like one of my favorite ever was the vampire hunters. I think I brought this up. I don't think I brought it up on the podcast, but I know I've told you about it. Before.
1: You have mentioned it to me before. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And it's this. if anyone remembers, it's this old board game where you're trying to hunt down Dracula, but the kind of, uh, the selling point of it is that there's a day and night cycle so that in the middle of the map, there's a lamp that you hit and you're supposed to play it in the complete darkness. And the lamp of the map lights up the board and it switches from blue and red. So it's like day, night. And the colors of the pieces change because it uses like 3D technology where it's like, oh, you only see the blue or you only see the red. Wow, it's crazy. Uh, it was awesome. It's one of the greatest board games I've ever played to this day.
1: Third dimensional.
0: Exact. Fourth dimensional. Maybe. I don't know. That might not be right. Uh, I don't know. Well, well, for you, board games, I, I guess Monopoly, that was your, is that your go-to? Yeah,
1: Monopoly was my absolute go-to, um, but a lot of people didn't want to play it with me. Can't imagine why. <laughs> but in terms of toys, I loved Transformers. Uh, Transformers were some of my favorite toys growing up. Ooh. I also remember having, uh, when I was like younger, Power Rangers.
0: That was dope. See, we're going to have a problem because I was a Bionicle and Beetleborg kid. So... God damn, you've always been a hamster. I, I did I, play no, with it was Bionicles poor. as well. <laughs> <laughs> we have Power Rangers at home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have Power Rangers
0: at <laughs> Have you seen Beetleborgs? Do you even know what that is?
1: Uh, that's... I i know i've heard the name before and i knew it was like an action hero show yeah
0: i don't mean to interrupt your thought i want you to continue but yeah it has like the horror icons it has like fucking dracula and frankenstein in it for some reason it's great oh because they're public okay. domain that yep, makes sense that's right yeah okay Do you remember the
1: show cubics
0: cubics what's it similar Bro. to that
1: no <laughs> why
0: doesn't that sound familiar
1: this is what it was, right? I'm gonna send it to you, and it's, it's gonna unlock a weird memory in your brain. Is all I can say.
0: Cubics. All right, hold on. Let me see if this. I oh think McDonald's had a toy in him
1: as well, where you could get different pieces to build him entirely.
0: Was it like a Nickelodeon show or so? What was this? No, was it, it was um,
1: it was w- Kids WB. Oh,
0: oh, oh wow, dude, they had some
1: like weird hit bangers though, like Shaolin Showdown.
0: Dude, this is fucking uh, Bud Ugly Martians Coded. Do you remember that show?
1: I, I I saw the animation as soon as you said it. I'm trying to remember the show, though.
0: Look it up. Look up Bud Ugly Martians, man. I you They leaned into the fact that the animation was absolutely horrifying. It's like they had a guy come in and go, that's Bud Ugly. And they went, oh.
1: That's right. I... Do you remember that? Do you remember Action League Now?
0: Oh, was that like Robot Chicken before Robot Chicken? It, it was it like the dolls? kids' version
1: of Robot Chicken. So they had like well well, so Action League Now was one part of like the entire thing. They did like seven to eight minutes episodes of like two to three different
0: Wasn't that Kablam? Oh, man. Wasn't it that? that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kablam yep. ruled. Yeah. Uh, I only remember Action League Now As one of the segments Action so.
1: League Now There was uh, Prometheus and Bob It was the alien in the caveman Shit Oh my god There was the the cutouts uh, The people who were like all cut out Like um, almost like puppets on popsicle sticks
0: Sorry no I don't remember I was just thinking of the, the literal popsicle stick What was his name? Oh. Stick Stickly? Stick Stickly. Uh, he was like a news reporter. Stick Stickly here. Uh, for you don't remember that? Oh shit. <laughs> I think you're right. It's also the name of a banger attack attack song, but you know, whatever.
1: Oh, really? I don't
0: Stick Stickly? Don't know yeah. No.
1: No, I know okay. who that is. I don't know who it, it, Attack Attack is.
0: That's the name. It's fine. It's fine. You don't okay. you, sh- you probably shouldn't
1: it's okay, bro. Wow, kablam!
0: Unlocking. unlocking some memories. Yeah, I wasn't planning on getting into like TV shows and stuff, but that's I like. That's good.
1: This just became childhood nostalgia trip.
0: Yeah, we just get nostalgia. We just get nostalgia. The episode.
1: <laughs> Ooh, tamagotchis! I loved my tamagotchi.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. I remember I left mine in my cousin's car and he lived in New York and they dropped me off and I never saw it again. And I cried for probably longer than I'm willing to admit. Uh, That's fair. It was very meaningful to me. Now, I I do have a question, though, because I always have a fuzzy memory of this. Did Tamagotchis have dinosaurs or was there a different one that was like dinosaur based? Because I remember having one that was like an egg that would hatch dinosaurs. I, and I th- They
1: might've had a dinosaur, but I think you're thinking of a different one.
0: I think I am too.
1: Gotcha dino. We're solving childhood today, folks. Hamagachis are going for $50,000 on eBay. Jesus Christ. They're not.
0: Oh. So, oh, by the way, actually, while you're looking that up, I do have a metal case copy of Resident Evil 4 for the PS2. Ooh, uh, with the original collector's edition Ada Wong card still in its packaging. You too. ate
1: the wrong card. Um,
0: that's right, Ada Wong card. I you we can't make that joke. I don't think we can make that joke now in no, 2024. No, that's,
1: Joseph, cut. Let's keep, keep it. Yeah. Up.
0: It's pretty good. So even <laughs> it was pretty good. So uh, I saw an eBay Tamagotchi someone... Jurassic World. Now, that would have been after we were kids. I would assume.
1: What is the Tamagotchi and Pokemon go? <laughs> I think somebody confused.
0: Oh, like oh, Pokemon and Tamagotchis? Yeah, they're, eh, they're, po- like, they're both pocket monsters. Tamagotchi. It's not. Okay, wait, so I, I need to, just to I want to just finish this thought on eBay that mm. the Resident Evil 4 fully packaged, like the steelbook thing that I have sold oh, yeah. for $20,000 Yeah Now mine isn't sealed and has been used and I don't know if the disc works I'd have to check if it still works but like, $5,000? <laughs>
1: I mean, I mean, you it's get, barely you get used. it. Do you know how new. much taco Bell we can get with that much money?
0: Not All as much it. as you'd think nowadays, man. i <laughs> I, I uh, it's a nightmare. You go through these drive-throughs, you're spending at least twenty dollars. I don't even care if you're alone. If you're by yourself, you're spending 15 bucks, and you're at a fucking fast food. This isn't what this podcast Jesus. is about. I'm sorry. sorry people. <laughs> But I'm sure you're there with me. You agree with me. This is why I don't even go to fast food anymore. Like eating, it, you know how there used to be the complaint that it's like, oh, well, why would I go to the grocery store and cook and all that stuff when going to the fast food place is just so much more cheaper and convenient. Now I don't even think that's true. It's so much cheaper yeah, no. to, to just cook at home. And, and I know it always kind of has been, but the convenience mixed with it, it, it kind of leveled out. Now it's not even close.
1: No. Yeah. No. All right. No. Wouldn't recommend it.
0: Back to Tamagotchis. You, so you haven't found this dinosaur one? Am I just making this up?
1: Like there, I think I see them, but they they look more like knockoffs that someone made than things where I'm like, this is well, coming back to me from my childhood.
0: Well, what are they called? Because maybe I'll maybe I'll know. Do they have a name? Let me look them up.
1: It was just like Jurassic World Tamagotchi, and then I think Tamagotchi Dino. Oh
0: wait, there's one with. Oh wait, there's one with like a. Dinosaur egg. It's literally a dinosaur egg. Hold on.
1: Your dinosaur egg.
0: Come on, it's on Groupon. Why the fuck is it on Groupon?
1: <laughs> we can get two. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. What if yeah. we
0: get Tamag? Hold on. I don't know if the camera will pick that up. It's a little too bright. Hold on. Maybe put my camera down. It I, says I, Tamagotchi I, dinosaur egg. I had the orange I, one. I I, sp- I remember now.
1: Interesting. I don't think I had one of those.
0: Yeah. Okay. So
1: do we both get Tamagotchis, activate them the same day and see who can keep theirs alive the longest?
0: Um, yes. But once I have Tamagotchi money, (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, we don't we don't have to do this right now. I just think that would be an interesting uh experiment.
0: Although, is there any modern Tamagotchis? Like do they sell a version that's not that expensive that you can or do there's probably just an app now, right? Like why the fuck would you make a whole thing? Kids have oh, phones. I didn't think about that. You know, ooh, is that our million dollar idea? Should we make a Seriously? Tamagotchi style app where you just take care of a pet? Ta- that seems so obvious. Tamagotchi. <laughs> That seems so Tamagotchi obvious. App. though. Like you always have your phone on you, so wouldn't you always like have my a Tamagotchi
1: thing? forever? Is, yeah. is an app fuck
0: makes sense. We're not. But
1: geniuses. I almost feel like they wouldn't have the balls to let let the Tamagotchi die now.
0: No, I mean to be fair, we did come up with podcasts, like the idea of a podcast. So we can't come like up you with you and everything. I came
1: up with the idea of a podcast.
0: Yeah, so we can't create everything. Obviously, we can try. We could try though. Once I get that time machine working, which will be another thing that I created, of course. Uh,
1: <laughs> awful. Right. I don't well, see anything
0: about death. All right. Uh, what was your... I'm sorry? Death of what? Oh, I got Wait. you. Oh, the, like, the, di- then the, dying.
1: Yeah, like, oh. it, it doesn't list. Because that was the thing that made it interesting is, like, listen, little little five-year-old child. I know you don't have a lot of stress, so we're going to make sure that this thing that you're going to get really attached to, it will die and never come back if you don't take care of this 24-7.
0: It's your first exposure that- to, like, <laughs> existential dread. Yeah. That's that's fair. Speaking of existential dread, this this segues us good into my next topic here. Uh, I had a fucking panic attack
1: the other night. Really? <laughs>
0: Yeah, and not your normal one, good sir. Well, I can't even call it a panic attack, it's very strange. I, I just okay because I think this is even interesting enough to kind of talk about for a minute. Um, I have always kind of had that existential dread, quote unquote. I don't want to call it that now because now I feel like it's different, but I always questioned life death what is the meaning why are we here what will it be afterwards all that stuff of course Mm -hmm. but a couple nights ago I woke up at like 2am in the middle of sleep and just had to use the bathroom and I had taken melatonin to help like stay asleep so that shit just like keeps you out a lot of times Mm -hmm. and I went to go use the bathroom and I locked eyes with myself in the mirror And when I did that, it was like, it was like this tunnel vision (laughs) of just flying through infinite space and just being like, who the fuck are you? Why are you here? What is this? What is going on? What is happening? Like, and you know what the scariest thought was? And this was the weirdest one was, if I die, am I going to do this all again? And if I do i even really want to like not in a bad way but it's just like the idea of it's like playing a video game from the start again it's like oh my god that sounds like a night like it was this weird infinite loop of feeling like oh man i don't want to die but if i died and restarted life that would be like a nightmare of constant like i don't it was such a strange existential dread um i don't know i it, it made me realize that whatever I had before, I like to call now existential curiosity. It wasn't dread. <laughs> it was not dread. Because the, what mm. I felt that like couple nights it was dread. It was just like, I am fearful of whatever it is that I'm feeling right now. Before I was just kind of like, whoa, that's scary. I never thought, uh, wouldn't that be weird? You know, I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel? I think, you-, you
1: know, we're getting older, right? So... Things like that feel a little bit closer than they did when we were in our 20s singing uh, Billy Joel's Piano Man on the ride home from parties.
0: True. True. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little more... Uh, we're closer on... Which is funny because we're still closer to younger than I would say we are older. Like oh, this,
1: yeah. I, uh, I think it's one of those... Once you're in your 30s, you have about... This is kind of weird to say he got ten five years, years of experience. Funny. No, 10 years of your year of experience, not being a teenager. Yes. And in that time, especially around 22 for me, I thought I had everything. Not like I have it figured out. I understand how life works, but I was like, I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing right now. Not really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then you get to 30 and you look back and you're like, okay, I did a lot of things. Some of that shit was pretty crazy, but I, I know what I want to focus on now and things like there are certain things I look at now. And I I, we've talked about this before, right? Sometimes you want to go down to just sit down, relax and play a video game. And you almost feel guilty because you're like, well, I could be working on this. I could be doing this. getting to this point now, the jobs and all that stuff, it becomes more like I don't want this to be my forever. I want to do something that is going to progress me. I want to do something that is going to give me that kind of lifestyle that I want. And I know what I, I want to pursue from my passions. And so I think it becomes like we we start looking at things more serious. And when once you start doing small things in your life like that, it's going to trickle over other places. So when we start thinking about existence, what does it mean? We start looking at it with a, a more serious mind that's like, well well, how does it end?
0: Yeah. It it was almost like existentialism as a teenager and a 20-year-old was like an experiment. It was like I was able to view it as a spectator of like, well, here's this thing.
1: You're not a part of it, but you can, you can think about it. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't have the feeling of death, like oncoming. Like, yes, I did think about it. And of course I had my moments of when I was younger of like, oh my God, death. Like, what is it? But... Like you said, once you kind of reach a certain threshold of age, whatever it might be, whether it's like 25, 30, whatever it might be for you, yeah, you, you're you're kind of confronted with a different lens to view it through. So now it's no longer—I no longer feel like a spectator of these things. I feel like I actively have agency in, in these things. It's like, oh shit, I am now uh, directly affecting my existence of life. And that may end sooner than I expect, you know, and that's not, you know, I'm not trying to be dark or anything. I'm just saying, oh, yeah, when you're 20, you're not thinking about that. You're just like, I'm just doing what I'm doing. And that might be for the better. You might just be enjoying life. It's doing your thing. But yeah, uh, it's it's definitely interesting crossing that threshold of of a different age. And I hate it because it is one of those (laughs) things you hear when you're younger You hear older people say, oh, you'll understand when you're older. And you're just like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, that's I'm living in the same existence as you. I'm doing the same things as you. I have the same goals and ambitions. But it really is different. It's just entirely different. Even through different life experiences. You know? Um, It's it's very... uh, It's very interesting.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And for me, I... Okay, so it's it's obvious. I think I, I don't know if we've ever actually talked about it, but like I'm actually like Catholic. Like I consider myself Catholic. <laughs> While I disagree with a lot of choices that the church has made, I look at it a lot from the more spiritualist. What the teachings of the Bible had said. Um, I look at it a little bit more from that context than like, oh, somebody told me that this is what what we're supposed to do right now.
0: Yeah, and the like, morality that really of it,
1: not, a, exactly.
0: Not so much the be at church at six a.m. or you're going to hell. You know, it's like, oh, okay, like you know. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah, so which uh, you know, a lot of people call me lazy Catholic, but that's fine because the, the I, what in, I am one foot in, one
0: foot out. You know, that's right. people just they want to feel better about themselves waking up at six a.m. because they don't want to do it either. <laughs> <laughs> so for me,
1: like, because I've been I raised Catholic it wasn't like something like oh later on in life I kind of figured it out so from a young age death was something that I I understood I think partially because I had pets and, and I kind of got the concept of like oh they're no longer around anymore like they're not here but always that reassurance of but then you go to heaven and it's funny because there's times in my life I think probably when I was a teenager I was trying to think I'm like what would existence be like if this wasn't all here like and when i say this wasn't all here i'm referring to my belief in in faith in a uh, heaven mm. and and the only way my mind could perceive it was if you pictured like earth and then everything like going black so almost like a shadow being cast over the earth slowly and then all the stars everything in the universe just ceasing to exist it was like the only way my mind could perceive it. And it actually like terrified me. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: that's terrifying. That is scary.
1: (laughs) I think that it, that's it. That this is the only existence that we will have. And not to say like, so be religious. Otherwise it's too scary. No, but it, it's an incentive. It's something that I, yeah. It's something that like, it didn't affect like my faith. It wasn't like, well, I'm going to believe this now because it's easier but it was something that i'm like it is crazy to think that without us having all the pieces to know other than like faith and knowing that like at some point we will die there's there's absolutely no knowledge of what what that other side if there is an other side i mean even like right when we talk about heaven and hell like is that literal? is it is it a metaphor? Is this yeah. currently the purgatory? And once we figure it out here, then it decides whether we move on somewhere next are are we I, I think I think there's reference to like we all come back to him, but like if he is always with us in all things existing, mm-hmm. then we're already with like i I don't know like i I, I get a different kind of almost existential thoughts sometimes still when I think about the religious standpoint, just from like that's fair. My, my belief in, in God has always been like, he's something we can't perceive. Like mm-hmm. the way that an ant is not going to perceive human emotions, a human sitcom, that is so far beyond the comprehension and understanding that it could perceive. Yeah. Like <laughs> if God is a creator of all existence, why would we be able to perceive it at the same level that this being? Um,
0: yeah. It's like me trying to understand Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. That's, I can't. You can't, I don't care how you explain it to me. It doesn't make any sense. You can't send sound through the air. Whatever. Okay.
1: Bluetooth is wild because it's like the only thing you've never heard where they're like, we've made a new advancement in Bluetooth, but it's still in everything.
0: Well, it's, I know, man. I'm gonna look stupid. I don't wanna say anymore because I know I'll just sound stupid because I don't know anything about it. Like, I don't get it. Like, I, Cause actually, you know what's funny? I was talking about this with my coworkers. I want to get back to what we were just talking about because I like the okay. deep, the deeper conversation. But I guess to kind of ease off of that a little bit, I found it very funny that um... Joseph cut this out. I just forgot what the fuck were we just talking about? Oh my god! My...
1: It was it was after the religion right though. Now, it was a, it right was a now, right now, like
0: subtopic. Topic. Just saying, fuck. You did this because I I
1: had something to add. And then once you started like doubting.
0: Cardboard? Stop. No. We're talking about.
1: You were then talking. You were saying things. And the things you were saying had to do with the stuff. That's that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. How would they even perceive you as an ant? And then. Oh my God. About Bluetooth and <laughs> how it erases your memory when you talk badly about it. <laughs> Holy shit, maybe that's it. Maybe it's a conspiracy theory. Maybe we were about to talk too deeply about the technology and then they zapped our brains and we're like, shut up with Bluetooth. Shut the fuck up. Because, okay, this is what me and my coworker were talking about is that I actually think Did you start the recording. Yes, I actually think that digital media somehow makes more sense to me than a lot of physical medias like like vinyl discs how the fuck like I can almost understand how a digital mp3 works when you record into a computer and but how the fuck do you implant grooves into a disc that replicate the exact sound you're recording into it do you know what I mean that's I'm a little I might be high
1: Who figured out you could do that in the first place with a vinyl record? Like, Who was like, I bet if I take this circle, which is also a wheel, I can etch into it a pattern that when a needle is rubbed over to it, it can sound like a fucking
0: orchestra. Dude, I can't even imagine because when they were first doing that, and then they opened the top, which is a what? door, by the way. When they opened the top, which is a door, and then they then like, how did they possibly figure that out? I don't understand. Like, sorry, now I'm focused on the door versus wheels thing. But no, I I can't. The that thought process makes no sense to me, and I would like to put this on record right now. Um, Do it. I disagree fundamentally with people who say that vinyls sound better than modern audio um they don't you can like it more that's not what i'm saying you, your opinion can be that the sound is softer nicer better you can like it more but like it's not better
1: next like, viral tiktok
0: i'm just saying the spectrum of sound <laughs> that we can record with like modern digital recordings actually is crisper and cleaner and outweighs that of a vinyl recording. It has gone past it. The only thing that I know isn't like that is like film. Because film is just raw film you're seeing. So it's like you can actually like scale it up to any quality and down from any quality because it's just mm. raw film. Uh so that but that's not how vinyls work. So it's like also it's, true. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not the same. Um, so people, you, I appreciate your opinion of being like, oh, I like the softer tones, but it is not technically better than a digital
1: wave. Your opinions are invalid.
0: Go cry about it. Um, anyway. All right. Uh, okay. Let's, now that we got over that hump of trying to remember what we were talking about, uh, the religious angle is interesting because I grew up Catholic Mm -hmm. and when I moved to Vegas, my parents kind of attempted to continue our Catholic upbringing, you know, but one, it was too difficult to find a fucking Catholic church in the (laughs) area. And two, I just don't think my parents like, we're in it enough. Like, I think they were just one foot in, one foot out enough where it's like, well, we still believe, but it's okay if we don't go to church. It's okay if you don't go to a Catholic school type of thing. Um, right. Like, that's fine. Especially because when we moved, it was, like, elementary, and it, they just didn't want to go through the process, I think, at the end of the day. That's fair. And I already, I've talked about this before, I believe, in episodes, but, yeah, I had already questioned a lot even when I was in Catholic school as like fucking eight year old, I was just kind of like, oh, this is kind of weird. I, I, cause I was noticing that, that like s- fantasy stories that I really enjoyed, like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter were very similar to some of the stories, <laughs> but the, and I was just like, so wait, like, is that like what? <sighs> All right. I don't know. Like I didn't know what to believe anymore, man. I'm like, I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't even know. But, but that was the the beginnings of it, you know? So, being taken out of it right after that, it was very likely that I was going to just kind of drift away from that. And, um, yeah. So as far as like the death thing goes, I've never really thought about like a heaven or a hell. I kind of, my interpretation, if I was to have any of like a heaven and hell is kind of like, it's almost like where you, you, place yourself when you die it's like your moral compass of where who you are as a human when you die which is kind of messy because at the end of the day that kind of says that a sociopath who doesn't understand would just die and be like well i'm fine you know but like maybe i don't know you know like like we really just don't know at the end of the day and i kind of see it as like a, a trip within a trip type of thing, especially when it comes to death. That was one of the most interesting things I read as a teenager, which as I got older, I realized that I didn't fully understand, but, and I still don't think I necessarily do, but I just find it interesting is that, you know, the the common thing that people use to go on extreme psychedelic trips is dimethyltryptamine, a DMT, Mm -hmm. and it's found in like the ayahuasca root and peyote and stuff like that. Yeah, I believe. I might be wrong about that, but either way, it um, it, it's a very strong psychedelic substance, and it's actually naturally occurring in our brains. Like we've talked about this before. I know you know this. I'm saying this like you don't know this, but oh, no, no, no. It's for that, it, Joseph, it's it, a podcast. It's we a talk pod- about stuff.
1: <laughs> but uh, think I'm stupid.
0: No, but it's. <laughs> So, but yeah, it's naturally occurring in our bodies and our brain produces it. And when you die, your brain is flooded with dimethyltryptamine, amongst other things. But one of the things is that... So, one of the prevailing theories is that when you die, you are sent into such an insane trip of psychedelic trip, you know, that you don't even experience death. Because, like, imagine like a dream that transitions into death. Like you wouldn't even really know what's happening. It it, it would just be a a consistent existence. And some people even kind of assume that what if in your trip of that death, you're literally living another life. So it's like, cause have you ever had a dream that's like, it's only a half an hour of real time, but the dream felt like a day or like hours upon time. That kind of in a concept is what they're saying is like, well, what if you're tripping so fucking hard that you literally live like a sixty to eighty year life that you're that you've imagined for yourself before you died previously, mm-hmm. and then that cycle just kind of continues. It's very it's interesting um, where that plays into why we have physical matter and like how that creates physical matter within its own. Ch- I mean, like I, I you know that's it's a it's a very spiritual and philosophical. Kind of way to view it it's metaphysical it's not a uh, scientific necessarily because while the DMT drip is scientific what it would do to you is kind of theoretical we don't really know you know other than you'll chemistry trip fucking balls <laughs> thank you chemistry yeah
1: have you ever had a what's it called deja vu in a dream
0: In a dream. I I can't really say. I don't know. I feel like, yes, that sounds familiar, but I know I for sure had deja vu of a dream where I've gone, oh, I dreamt this, you know, but not not the other way around.
1: No, I've had a lot of dreams where like halfway through the dream, I was like, I've been at this place before, but not like in real life, like in the dream, I'm Mm. like, oh, I've gone through this before. Freaking out for a little bit.
0: (laughs) I don't think I'm conscious of my dreams enough lately. Um, I try to be, but I, uh, yeah, I probably just don't sleep well enough to dream.
1: (laughs) Good old REM cycle.
0: That's right. Yeah. I used to have some reoccurring dreams when I was younger, but like, I remember there was one where I kept going into a dragon's like layer castle, trying to like defeat it, it's very. It was literally like the video game Dragon's Lair, um, but it was terrifying. <laughs> and I would relive it every night. I would go to bed until I would like complete the mission. And yeah, that's. You know, know what
1: that means, right? What does that mean? You're a fucking nerd.
0: Oh, I thought it meant I was gay. That's. <laughs> I've heard that. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. You yeah, whatever. Everyone. Don't try to make thought, yourself look better. Was it? all right man well you know what i think we've had a great conversation for today uh going through this nostalgia trip yeah got a little serious a little philosophical a little religious a little silly Uh, we
1: kind of just forgot entirely
0: (laughs) yeah joseph good luck with that fucking nightmare yeah have fun god but anyway as always make sure to join that discord Support us over on Patreon where you can get episodes early as well as some extra little tiddly bits every now and then. The uh,
1: jiggliest.
0: Yeah, maybe we should start doing we mentioned it before, we should start doing some like gameplay stuff just for Patreon. Just do like a 20-minute playthrough a lethal company, but only for Patreon. Ooh. Yeah. It could be fun. I don't know. But, all right. Uh yeah, you got anything else you want to say before we uh end this here episode?
1: smurble day
0: You could have just said you had nothing. You could have just said no. Tyler, no. I don't have anything to say. You have a great night and everyone else at home, you also have a great day. Instead, you landed on smurble flay. Smur did I even say it right? you know, it doesn't even matter. I love you, buddy. <laughs> love you guys. Have a good night everyone. <laughs>